guys and welcome. This is Evita with Flying Blind Podcast where I talk about how I am 36 and have no idea what the F I'm doing with my life. Here you'll join me on my journey in figuring things out and on helping you feel good about your own unique journey. My hope is for all of you listening to feel inspired to get out there and fly. Before we get started today, I want to uh, let you guys know that I'm actually getting over a cold, there's something weird going around, and I have just been hoarse for the last few days. I actually lost my voice for a few days, so I sound a little bit different. Yesterday, I sounded like the godfather, um, but I really wanted to get on the mic today now that my voice is back and share some great stuff with you guys. So thank you so much for joining me. And again, welcome to Flying Blind Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about hair. Yes, we are going to be talking about hair and the fact that I have some curly hair. And you might be thinking, why are we talking about hair? Why does it even matter? But the fact of the matter is, is that really our hair does matter to us. Just like, you know, what we wear matters to us and what we, I mean, our appearance is very important to us. It really is. And so, yes, I have curly hair and it's something that I really didn't grow up liking a whole lot. Everyone around me had straight hair, uh, with the exception of my dad. My siblings have pretty straight hair. My mom, who to me is like the epitome of grace and beauty, has stick straight hair. I remember seeing pictures of her when she was a teenager and I was just like, wow, like she's just so gorgeous and she always had this long, lustrous, dark, straight hair and that's what I wanted. I was not born with that. I have brown, not super duper light brown. When I was younger, it was very light brown, but I have brown, curly, kind of unkempt hair. At least when I was younger, I didn't know what the heck I was doing with my hair. And not only did my family have straight hair, uh, but all of the people that I can think of that I looked up to and admired, you know, on television, uh, back then we didn't have social media. This was in the 80s, um, you know, but everybody that I saw on television, vision that I thought was really cool uh, also had straight hair. It was just something that I liked and that I desired to have and did not have. And really the only people that I could think of or characters that I could think of that had curly hair were Little Orphan Annie and Curly Sue. I don't know if you guys remember that movie as well. So I spent my whole childhood just hating my locks, hating the hair growing out of my head. And the only time I liked my hair curly was actually when my mom put sponge rollers in my hair and I had these perfect coils that were just these perfect spirals. That's the only time I liked my hair curly. And of course, it didn't help that I didn't know what the heck to do with my curly hair. And uh, my mom, actually, she was a cosmetologist and I just don't think there was that much information back then. And I don't even think, you know, really very many people, including professionals, knew what to do with curly hair. So as you can imagine, and I know a lot of other curly haired girls out there went through a lot of the same stuff. As soon as flat irons came out, it was like, oh my goodness, that like was a game changer. Uh, But even prior to that, you know, I didn't know what to do with my hair. I would, I was brushing it. I was probably damaging it all the time without knowing about it. Uh, You know, my hair was pulled back a lot of the time just because 
because I didn't know what to do with it. It was just kind of a mess, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, so once I figured out how to flat iron my hair, once I figured out how to blow out my hair with a round brush and a, and a blow dryer, and then once I had my chi flat iron, um, that's what I did all the time. I cannot tell you. I don't think I can even figure out how many hours I spent in the bathroom blowing out and flat ironing my hair. I mean, I would take, oh man, I would take just hours upon hours doing this several times a week. And the days that I wasn't washing my hair, I was still spending time flat ironing my hair, sizzling my hair, damaging my hair, uh, because I felt that that was so much prettier than my curls that I didn't know what to do with. And I'm not knocking anybody that still does that. Whatever you feel that you want to do. And if that makes you happy, do it. But for myself, I just... I just don't have the energy to spend in the bathroom anymore, you know, working on my hair for hours and hours to get it in a way that I felt was more acceptable and more beautiful. And I did this for years. I mean, people didn't even know that I had a, that I have curly hair, which is just insane to me. I probably started flat ironing my hair when I was 18 or 19. I am 36 and just barely started leaving my hair curly and natural just over a year ago. That's insane to me that I spent that many years. I spent all of my 20s and part of my 30s just spending hours and hours in the bathroom doing this to my hair. So what does this say? What does this say that I was willing to sacrifice so much of my time to reach this certain standard of what is beautiful or at least to me what was beautiful. In my mind my natural curls my natural hair was not acceptable and to me I looked messy I looked unkempt if I left my hair how it was so what what all does this mean that myself and so many other girls are out there are willing to spend so much time to uh to do this you know and not just with our hair but with other things in life what does this say we'll talk about this when we come back from the break Hey everybody, this is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. What does it say that I am 36 and I just barely learned to do my hair naturally after I'd say probably 18 or 19 years of flat ironing my hair on a regular basis? What does this say? Well, first it says that, you know, the very obvious is that there wasn't a whole knowledge, whole bunch of knowledge about curly hair. Uh, There weren't products. There wasn't information out there about what to do, whether it was even wavy hair, coily hair, natural hair. There just wasn't a whole lot of accessible information for us out there. Now you go on YouTube, you Google it, so much stuff appears after you search for it in the search bar. It's actually really cool and I have gotten so much information via the internet and also now there is you know what's known as a curly hair movement, the natural hair movement and there are a ton of um, cosmetologists, you know professionals out there that are educated in curly hair. So it's awesome. There's a lot, there are a lot of resources 
places now when it comes to curly hair. So obviously there is much more acceptance of this look, which is awesome. But what it really means, you know, is yes, there has been progress, but it really means that there is a specific expectation of what beautiful and polished means. And it is actually really unfortunate, but if you go online, there are actually horror stories of little girls being sent home for their natural hair, you know, and and for letting their hair be natural and big. And these little girls are being sent home because they have naturally large, kinky, coily hair. And it's just ridiculous, you know, like, I'm sorry, but it's ridiculous for a little girl to be sent home for this when she has no control. You know, this is genetic, you know, it's like somebody being sent home because they're too tall or they're too short because they have green eyes. It's just, it's pretty ridiculous. And it's actually really sad because it makes these girls feel like there's something wrong with them. And it's just, oh, it just breaks my heart when I see these stories. And of course, I never suffered to this degree. I mean, I didn't know what to do with my hair, but I was never, you know, criticized or demonized for it. And actually, when I did leave my hair curly, my my mom, like she would always tell me what beautiful hair I had. And I never got criticized for my hair, but I also didn't feel like I met this certain standard of beauty. And so that's also why I, you know, spent so many years cooped up in my bathroom trying to get hair that just isn't natural for me. And in addition, unfortunately, I actually had boyfriends and guys that I've dated that actually told me that they preferred my hair straight, that I looked prettier with my hair straight. Um, Actually, a guy that I, you know, briefly dated told me that my hair looked very messy when I left it curly. So I always had a lot of reasons to, in my mind, to continue to straighten my curls. And like I said, my family was always super sweet about it. Um, you know, especially my parents, they always accepted me and, and loved me as I was. And of course, they never knew that my hair was specifically an insecurity. Uh, I'm sure they just felt that I preferred it straight, which I did. Um, and to myself, I looked, I did look more put together. I did look more polished and more elegant in my mind when my hair was straight. And even though my family was very accepting of my appearance and my curls and how whatever it was, you know, however it is that I came down for breakfast in the morning, the fact of the matter is, is that we want to be accepted by our peers. And then there comes a point, you know, when we do start dating and we want the opposite sex to like us and to find us attractive. And, you know, I wanted to be accepted by my peers. I wanted to feel pretty and my curls just didn't make me feel pretty, unfortunately. And it might seem silly because it's just hair, but you know, it's, it's so much bigger than that, especially when you're a kid. And obviously it was important enough for me to do it throughout my twenties and part of my thirties. You know, it's just like the things that we do, the clothes that we wear and all of those things, it may seem superficial, but we identify with those things that becomes a part of our identity. And for me, you know, actually having straight hair and looking polished and looking a certain way was a part of my identity. I was scared to be messy. I was scared to be different. I was scared to stand out. And, you know, curly hair is a little bit um, less common. And so when I did leave it natural, I did get a little bit more attention, which I didn't like. And it wasn't necessarily always great attention either. Um, It was something that was a little bit hard for me. And I just like anybody else, I just wanted to be accepted. And I just felt that my natural hair just wasn't good enough. It was messy. I just didn't feel like it was me and I didn't want to identify with it. And again, I know it sounds silly, but I think that, you know, a lot of people out there that have curly hair that are straightening it, they can identify with that. It is a look that is more acceptable. And for me, natural just wasn't.
wasn't natural just wasn't good just like even you know no makeup that's not good enough that's not good enough when we come back we are going to talk about self-acceptance and a little bit more about my own curly hair journey You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. My curly hair journey has really been all about self-acceptance. And I really want to take the time out to thank the curly hair movement and the natural hair movement and some really amazing friends that I have that are actually uh, cosmetologists and specialize in this because they are really giving girls the confidence to be themselves. Again, I know some people might not get it because they're like, oh, it's just hair. But truly, when you can accept the way you are naturally, it is actually incredibly empowering. And I can tell you that for me, freeing so much time from being in the bathroom with a blow dryer and a flat iron has actually been really great and really empowering to actually know what to do with my hair because of these, you know, um, people in the movement that are taking the time out and really educating people about what to do with their hair, what products to use. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a learning curve and that takes some time, but being able to do that and freeing up my time and allowing myself to be natural and, and to embrace what is God given or how, whatever you believe in, you know, um, Um, To be able to embrace those things is actually incredibly empowering to say like, look, this is who I am. This is how I am naturally and this is okay. And to actually start to like it and to like yourself a little bit more because of it is actually a wonderful thing. And to feel that I can just be who I am and not, again, not have to spend countless hours changing what is growing out of my scalp has been sometimes a frustrating experience, but overall a wonderful experience. And so I do, again, want to thank all of the professionals out there, all the YouTubers, all of the people that are taking the time to educate other people about what to do with their hair. Um, And also it's great because there are a lot of girls out there now telling their stories and, um, you know, about their journeys of not just about their hair, but about self-acceptance and self-love. And they're actually taking a lot of the pressure off of other girls that feel that they need to fit a mold, that they need to fit a certain standard. And it's just been so great, you know, and they're helping people accept Um, you know, guys and girls accept their locks and accept who they are and that they don't need to just completely change anything, but that they could learn how to enhance what they have and truly care for what they have. Because I mean, I know this, we're talking about self-acceptance and self-love, but man, my hair was a mess and it was so damaged and it's so much healthier now. And even just that, like taking care of it. I know hair health might not seem like the most important thing in the world, but you know, when you're taking care of what's yours of your body, of your health, of your hair, and you're doing it in a loving and nurturing way, that also is incredibly empowering. There will always be unrealistic expectations 
always. We are in a world where we are bombarded with images on television, on social media. Um, you know, we are just constantly flooded with images and ideas of of what we quote unquote should be, should look like, should be doing. And that's not going to go away. It's the reality. It's really not. It's something that is going to be a part of our lives always. And, you know, it's really easy to get sucked into that. Um, the great thing is too, is these movements, you know, whether it's like we're talking about the curly hair movement and the natural hair movement today, but you know, all the, all of these other movements that have to do with body positivity and self-love and self-acceptance and all of these things, these are also on social media. So I also encourage you to look at that stuff instead of allowing yourself to be bombarded by all of these other images that might not make you feel so good about yourself. And also keep in mind all of these images of these like Instagram models or celebrities or whatever it is that you're looking at that might not make you feel so great about yourself. Remember that these images are highly altered. They are so photoshopped. Nobody has perfect skin. Nobody has perfect hair. None of us do. Um, even on the most perfect hair day, you know, my curly girls out there, no, even on the most perfect hair day, you might have a little frizz or whatever, or if you don't have curly hair, it doesn't matter. There's no such thing as a perfect anything, perfect hair, perfect body, perfect face. It's unrealistic. It doesn't exist. So please, as you're looking at these images, please, please, please keep this in mind that there will always be, you know, these highly altered images and there will always be an unrealistic standard and also keep in mind standards change you know like there was a point in time that really thin super thin pencil thin eyebrows were in and right now the thick brow is in so if you keep on trying to meet these trends and unrealistic standards you, you know like you're just gonna keep chasing something that you're really never going to achieve because for one it's always changing and secondly for the most part all of these things are incredibly unrealistic for a real human being. So please don't waste your time on that. And speaking of wasting time, you know, like I said, I, I don't want to waste my time in the bathroom straightening my hair and neither should you. I mean, if it's something that you enjoy doing and that you love doing, more power to you. I know that I want to be out and living my life outside of the bathroom. That's not where I want to spend my time. You know, I'd rather be rocking my curly, sometimes frizzy, hair and it has a mind of its own and it's never these perfect coils and probably never will be because that's unrealistic but you know I might look messy and I might look unkempt you know by other people's standards and that's fine I'd rather be out living my life than chasing something that I can't achieve or that is hard to maintain you know it's just not something that I wish to do anymore and I'm going to be honest with you yeah I've straightened my hair a couple of times over the past year and do I still like it do I still think it looks good yeah and you know sometimes I do miss having my hair straight all the time um but the times that I have straightened my hair I have to admit it took way too long it took too much of my time and it's time that I don't want to spend cooped up in a bathroom it's just not what I want to do I just don't want to spend my time that way anymore and I'm not saying you know that you need to leave your hair curly if it's curly or to not wear makeup or to be completely natural you know I'm sure I will probably straighten my hair again at some point in my life I'm not saying that you should do something or that you shouldn't do something I'm saying that you should do what makes you happy whatever that may be 
All I'm asking is to not let others, you know, whether it's your peers, your family, social media, the media, you know, TV, magazines, whatever. Just please don't let any of those outlets determine your choices. Don't let those things influence what you want to do. Do what you want to do, what truly makes you happy, what makes you feel good. And also do it from a loving and caring place. Love yourself enough to spend time doing the things that you truly want for you and for yourself. You should never let anybody determine what it is that you do in your life, especially when it comes to self-care. And what I really would love for you and what I'm still working on for myself is self-acceptance and ultimately self-love. We are all works in progress. You know, nothing is going to happen overnight. You know, whether it's you accepting your curly hair or accepting some sort of imperfection that you feel that you have, you know, like loving those things and first accepting those things is incredibly difficult. And I get that because I'm still working on accepting certain things about myself, whether it's personality flaws or physical things but just please you know start doing things from a loving and caring place and from there you can start accepting and eventually get to loving yourself for who you are and for what you truly have to offer the world Before I leave you guys, I would love to share another quote with you from the wonderful Brene Brown, who you guys know I love, and go check her out. She has great material. She has a great TED Talks. She has some wonderful books. Google her, Brene Brown, and she says, let go of who you think you are supposed to be and be who you are. That's what I want for all of you guys, and I hope you take this quote to heart and you live your best life. Thank you again so much for listening to me today and for joining me and taking the time out of your day. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. And I hope that you will join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until then, please stay blessed and stay positive and have a wonderful day. Thank you.